Hi. We're back. We're alive, y'all. I know you probably were scouring the obituaries for Justin and Joy, last names omitted, but we're, we're, we're alive. We almost made it. It was, we almost <laughs> didn't make it. It was just touch and go for a while. Yeah. But um, we're back. We're back. Wouldn't so, say we're better than ever. Uh, no, <laughs> we're back and existing. Um, we want you to know that we haven't just been, you know, neglecting the podcast. Well, we have, but we've had good well, reasons. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we were just like, oh, I don't really feel like it. It's who has the time to do this and the 48 other things we're doing. So we're going to start today just, you know, a little catch up. Yeah. Well, you know, where have we been since, God, when was the last time we had an episode? Like, so long ago. Okay, cool. It's the Barnett one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, well, here we are. So, um, you know, since we last saw, spoke to you, um, we've been writing the brief. We yeah. finished it. Did you finish? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. <laughs> finished, turned in. Um, we had our barrister's ball, which was a lot of fun. Um, we oh, we had the moot court competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and spring break. At spring break. We've been going on firm visits. We've been doing the job hunt. This just <sighs> stresses me out. Still waiting. about it. We'll <laughs> get there. I think we're going to talk a lot about the job hunt today. Um, I just meant, like, all the stuff that we've oh, done yeah. since we last recorded. <laughs> I, I feel like we, yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel like we've just done a lot more this semester. They, like, threw yeah. a lot more at us. Yeah. Than... No, I think that that's, what sucks is, like, <clears throat> they do the thing, have you heard the story about, like, the frog and the boiling pot of yes. water? And, like, it starts off normal, and you're just, like, yeah. turn that's what they're doing to no, us. No, that's exactly it. We were lulled into, like, a false sense of security. Okay, so there's this story about how there's, like, a pot of water, and it's on the stove, but, like, the stove isn't on. And, like, the frog gets put in the water, and you just, like, slowly start to turn the temperature up and like the frog doesn't notice the frog's becoming acclimated to the water and all of a sudden it starts feeling like it's being boiled alive because it is and then the frog dies and I think that that's what law school is like the first semester like they don't throw anything at you other than your grades they're like look you can't handle it we know that you can't handle it they give you you a cold call and you're like oh my god what is this but you're like okay everyone's doing that so it's fine yeah yeah and then later and then, like, you have finals, and then yeah. you come back, and they just treat you like you're a 2 well now, yeah, and they're like, your activities that you have to do, oh, and other things, and now you have to manage your time. And you had to going pick on your own class, visits. one of them. Yeah, and you're going on interviews? Like, are you kidding me? It's just, <sighs> it's just so much stuff that, like... Oh, and soon we're going to have to, like, pick our classes for next semester? Yeah. Oh, that makes me want to Also, if you really want to, like freak out about it in roughly five months we're going to be interviewing for the jobs for Uh, next summer that is really disrespectful just because like i want a job now right just give me one yeah some of these people out here are hoarding jobs Mm -hmm. like like dragons and treasure like yeah give me one and i'll be happy we should talk about like job Interview etiquette. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll get there. Um, so yeah. Also, we've been you know going to class every day. Ugh. Um, outlining. So nice. yeah. Have you started outlining? Um, I've done a few. Not like few classes, but a few chapters okay. of outlining. Um, that's cute. And <laughs> um, we've also been feeding ourselves and sleeping a little. Yes, bit. I've been like cooking. I think that that's really helped me like Ooh. de-stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been cooking. I've been trying to go to the gym. Yeah. 
So you have time for all of that and not have a time to do a podcast? Well, it's just hard because, like, we have to find time to do it together. Yeah. No, like, when exactly I go to the gym, is. I'm going to the gym at 10.45 p.m. And I'm asleep. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> our schedules don't necessarily yeah. overlap. Um, um, but we're so working on it, and we're going to actually figure out something to do. You know what? I'm actually not going to say that. We're going to try to figure out something to do. Yeah. We keep promising y'all things that we just can't live up to. Yeah. And it's, you know, someone's going to get us some promises. My mouth is writing stuff. checks that I can't cash. <laughs> right. Um, um, I think we're going to try to do something over the summer so that we can keep episodes coming at least, like, maybe bi-weekly. Ooh, I might, depending on where I work, I might not be able to do the podcast. Oh, yeah. That was something that was mentioned in the interview. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot like, about that. Mm, mm. Okay. okay. But it depends. TBD. Like everything else, it depends. Yeah, you know, I'll do an individual podcast. <laughs> hurt but okay I'm just waiting for joy okay so um so we're gonna we have a little a couple of things like on the admission side of things and then we're gonna talk about the job hunt right okay <laughs> um admissions point number one if you're applying and you're trying to figure well at this point you've probably already been accepted to a couple of places um and you're trying to figure out where to go Talk to a real student impossible. Yeah. And when I say a real student, I mean someone not employed by the university or mm-hmm. the law school. Because the law school obviously has a vested interest in you choosing them. They're going to show you all the diversity you want, they think you want to see. They're going to show you, like, their best professors, their awards, all that stuff. Um, they're going to try to woo you with scholarship, honestly, Think about that. Yeah, let them move you with that. Let them do that. But um, if you really want to know about what a school is like, talk to a student that goes there um, that isn't being, you know, told by the university what to say. Right. You know? Well, and if – okay, so I give tours and stuff, and I will always give very candid answers on the tours. And I mean, obviously I'm not going to, like, just sit there and rag on law school for – the whole 45 minute tour. But if you ask me a question and you say like, what's the workload like? I will answer that truthfully. And my answer is always just know yourself. Like if you're, you only have so many productive hours in the day, like you're not going to sit, like if you're sitting in the hour library for 14 hours, I guarantee you it's not 14 productive hours. Like let's move on with our lives. So I think that (sighs) tour guides are actually there. Like there's a reason that you're getting toured by students and mm-hmm. not by people in the admissions That's office. Fair. That's fair. So, like, actually ask them, especially because most of the time they're one else and they can give you the insight of, like, what the next year of your life is going to be yeah. like. Because I know that if I give a tour as a 3L, I'd be like, who cares? I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't even remember 1L. I've repressed all that. Right? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, don't just take the um, school's website for granted, obviously. Just, like, you know, do your research. Yeah. But also, we're going to talk about research in a second. Okay. Um, just, I just want you to get the best the best advice possible from the best person possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ask exactly. around. Ask, Ask a lot around, of people. You know, see if you know anyone even tangentially that goes to that law yeah. school. Or could you, like, get contact in contact with someone that goes there. Most people are helpful, and they, like, want you to, like, make the right decision. Yeah. They're excited to have another yeah. bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. I am. You know, to have someone beneath them. <laughs> right? Right? Um, okay. Also, Joy, do you want to do this part? Because I know you're really passionate about zero L's and helping okay. them. <laughs> Here's my thing. I get that, like, if you were applying to law school, you were excited about law school mm-hmm. and potentially the law. Um, and that is something that really matters to you and makes you excited. However, um, take a seat. And realize that, like, you don't know everything. 
Um, and I'm not claiming that I know everything, but I probably know more than you because I took a full semester. Um, but also on top of that, like when we were zero L's, we didn't know how law school worked. We oh, didn't know how like the not. job search worked because like no one's going to tell you, oh yeah, it's really hard to find a yeah. job no one else summer. It and is. If they, it and is. if they do, you're like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. Like yeah. I'm obviously going to be employed at a firm. Like I have great chances. So I think that like you kind of just have to take a slice of humble pie and really, really like humble yourself and just listen and absorb yeah. the information that you're giving. And this is coming from people that have been humbled. Yeah. Like so hard. <laughs> Go listen to some of our early episodes if you don't believe it. Yeah. If you're like, oh, this is gonna be yeah, so we great. Got like this. we've got jobs, whatever. Yeah. Like I think that the thing is that you come into law school and you're supposed to be a sponge and you're supposed to Absolutely. just absorb everything. Um, and just really like taking everything around you and it's really hard to absorb things if you're already full of water. Uh, so really literally sweet. just like, just what's this called? Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring yourself out. Ring yourself out. So you're open and able to absorb yes. more. Yes. I, and one reason that's so important is because especially your first semester, you're learning how to do law school in general. Yeah. And you need to do it the way your professor wants you to do it. Right. And if you have, like, preconceived notions of, like, I don't know what people – what a contract is, for instance. Right. You just need to leave that out the door because your professor is going to tell you the way they're going to want you to do on your exam. And that exam is important for – Yeah. God, wait a lot. It's Everything. really important. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. So but, just, ugh, like, ahead, specifically – if you're constantly like, no, I know everything, then I know that I personally wouldn't want to help you. I'm right. like, you know what? Figure out yourself. If you want to be a hard head about yeah. it, like, go for it. You're well, right. You also, do know. it's really hard to – I don't know if you find this, Joy, but, like, all the research I did before law school didn't really help. Yeah. Which uh, is like, why we started this podcast. It, we started this podcast because there's nothing out there that, like, adequately – And accurately – reflects what this is like like Like, you can do all the research in the world into like rankings and the probability that you'll get into a certain institution with a certain LSAT and GPA combination but ultimately that doesn't reflect the human aspect of what it feels like when you're here the kinds of things that you're going to be subjected to yeah the interpersonal relationship like there's a yeah so I I always liken that to camp um, oh, absolutely. so like when you get advice from people that are like three L's or have been in the legal field for like years, yeah. I, I think that that's like me talking about being a camp counselor. I remember all of the awesome, wonderful moments that were like magic that I had with my camper. I don't remember doing capers. I don't remember the fact <laughs> that like there wasn't that much running water and there were times where I went like days without showering yeah. because you can't shower at the same time as campers. Like there were a lot of things reasons that like I'm like oh wow camp is great now and you remember like generals but you don't remember the specifics about like how much it sucked and how broken you felt so I think that like obviously try to get through yeah Yeah, yeah. try to get through like one out with a positive attitude but also just remember that the people that are telling you about their experiences obviously have some like happiness about it because they've got through it yeah absolutely it's it's so much easier to look back on something that's shitty and be like yeah that wasn't that bad 
Yeah. You know, but when you're it in was. it, it is that bad. <laughs> but when you're in it, it's so much harder to dismiss those feelings because it's your daily life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So zero L's, we want you to succeed. We want you to come at this with as, the smallest amount of arrogance possible. Yeah. Because there's a lot of it here. You're going to do great, but you know, check yourself, humble yourself. Go. Okay. All right, jobs. Okay. Um, I have a lot of things to say about jobs. Okay. The first... Let's do a timeline real quick. Okay. When did you apply to your first job? I applied... When did you start looking at jobs? I started looking at jobs after our last final. (laughs) Okay. I started a little bit after that. Like maybe a week and a half before school started back. So it was December. Yeah. Yeah. So we we both started looking at jobs in December. Yeah. It is the (laughs) middle of March. It's... And we're so unemployed. I don't know how many jobs you've applied to, but I've applied to, I would say, over 80. I've applied to over 80 jobs. And I will say that a lot of those were reaches. Like, I'm definitely applying to, like, a lot of high-risk, high-reward jobs. So, obviously, all of those are not going to pan out. Right. Um, But, and I've gone on a decent amount of interviews, but it just sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other end of the spectrum, I've applied to... I've, like, limited myself to things I'm genuinely interested in. Okay, so I'm, like, yeah. pouring myself more into, like, things I care about and what I actually be happy doing this summer. Um, but where's my job? Like, I don't have a job yeah. yet. Like, I thought that if I was being genuine about, like, my interest to, like, help people and, like, work in defense, yeah. they're going to be like, you're yes. doing, like, you're the person we want. And I yeah. just don't have it. That hasn't really panned out for me yet. I do have an interview tomorrow that I think... Fingers Maybe. crossed. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. Um, I think the hardest part to remember about law school is, like law in general, it's a numbers game. Yeah, it's like, a numbers game. So let's say for OCI screeners. For OCI screeners, they have 20 screeners, and they maybe offer one to two callbacks. Yeah. And then that's just from this school. So there are callbacks from the other schools in Georgia and, like, maybe, like, South Carolina and yeah. North Carolina and, like, the surrounding areas. Yeah, the whole market. You know? So, like, all of the southeast also has a callback. And so then it's, like, you know you're just, most firms only hire one to two one else. Like, we cannot do anything. Cannot stress yeah, that enough. Kind of dumb. See, zero L's, you're really dumb. Well, we know that because we used to be you really, right. like, very recently. We're really dumb, too. Like, yeah. Can't do anything. We're going to look back on this on 2L year and be like, oh, wow, we were so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that that's just life in general. No, it is. But, so, you're you're having, like, 20 people at a callback for two or three positions. And so, everyone is always just like, oh, no, but you'll be fine because you're good at interviews. You're so personal. It's personable. You're, like, wonderful. But that doesn't mean anything because you know what else? Like, those people didn't get callbacks because they were dry. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, typically, lawyers are personable and, like, fun and charismatic. Well, yes. They also always say, like, when people are giving you advice, like, well, you know, if they picked you for this, like, callback, that means that they would hire you. Like, you're interviewing them at the same time. And you know what? I'm not interviewing (laughs) them, though. Like, I I I think that only applies to, like, the top five people. There were, right. There are very few things that would disqualify an employer for me. Like, if I was at an interview, like, there are very few things that could happen in that interview where I'd be like, I don't think I want to work with them. If they're going to give me the job. See, okay, I had I had a couple interviews where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I don't know if I would want to work here. Um, but I also had, like, I, I see what they're saying. Because have you gone on a callback? Uh, yeah. 
Go. Okay. So I see what they're saying because sometimes you like walk into a firm and you're like, oh, this feels off. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I <laughs> do get like, it. Well, I'm just, mm. at this point, I'm that desperate. Okay. I just want yeah. this to be over that like, I'm willing to look over basically everything besides right. like burning crosses. I think, <laughs> see, I think that that's more too well advice when you're okay. like, this is a job that you could potentially have like yeah, after you absolutely, graduate absolutely. and you're like, like do I want to be miserable? The perspective of, yeah. okay, I can do this for eight weeks over the summer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I could do anything for eight weeks. What do you mean? Listen, at this Especially point. Especially if it's paid. Are you kidding? At this point, um, Joy, I want a job. Do you want a job? I want a job. Joy wants a job. But um, it's like, it's same. hard because I want a job that I feel like is substantive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I will get to do things that I wouldn't have gotten to do otherwise, which kind of pivots me to like my next point is that I want to use my 1L job to kind of refine what I want to do. Okay. And everyone says like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have to do something that's like what you want to do. But I'm like, okay, look, I want to do big law. Um and I need to figure out, like, what, what as means. a general, yeah. like, principle, like, what practice areas I'm interested yeah. in. Like, do I want to do transactional or litigation? Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like for me? I think that those are all very important questions that might not necessarily be answered if I work in a DA's office this yeah, summer. Absolutely. And, like, that, not knocking DA's offices. I think that that's great. This is not what you're interested in. It's not what I'm interested in. And it's not going to actually give me anything concrete to be, like... I like this. I don't like this. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm like, I guess I like litigation. Yeah. Like I know that I'm interested in doing something related to like criminal justice. Yeah. So that's why I've been applying to DA's offices and like defense firms and stuff like that because I want my one all summer to like give me skills that will help me in those future like right. goals. I don't even need skills. I just need <laughs> some type of idea of yeah, what I want to yeah, do. Yeah. And I'm not going to get that if I'm working somewhere that like I Isn't already even know. even closely related to what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So like I think that the problem is, especially in firms, they're like, oh, well, do you know what type of practice area? Transactional or litigation. And I'm just like, I have absolutely no way yeah. of knowing that because we're learning like – broad law and we're not learning how to practice law Mm -hmm. and I think that those are two very different things and so every interview I just find myself saying I don't really know nine million times you should just be like I think to frame it as like openness like I'm willing to try anything yeah so I started to frame it as like I don't know but also I don't want to pigeonhole myself into something this early Mm -hmm. and then like two years down the road, I'm like, oh wow, I hate this. Yeah. And then it's really hard to transition. Like, especially if I graduate and my first job's transactional, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be like, okay, oh, well, well, it sucks. Where's like, the litigation think, experience? Yeah. Like, exactly. I think it's a little bit easier to like do it the other way, but I don't know. It's just rough. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, especially because I I don't want to think that our one L job. Okay. There, I feel like so much happens at one L that you think, oh my god, this is gonna affect. My job prospects for one all summer, that's going to affect my job prospects for two all summer, and that's going to affect my career after law school. Yeah. Like, that's just a lot to, like, put on someone. Yeah. Who's been in law school for four months, you right. know? Also, like, what am I going to say? Oh, yeah, I think I want to do corporate law yeah. or mergers and acquisitions. Because how many people know they want to do that when they're full, well, however, whatever? I, I always want to be like, put yourself in my shoes. Yes. Like, remember what yes. it was like to be a 1L. I say that I want to do mergers and acquisitions. You're going to say why. 
Yeah. And I'm going to say, I don't even really know what that is. It just sounds fun. You know, <laughs> you know? like we do cold calls for like a living. Yeah. <laughs> so like. You, I'm you, thinking two steps right, down. You see ahead, like you know what your professor's going to ask you next. You know what they're going to ask you next. Yeah. And like you don't have a good answer for that because it's not true. Like, yeah. Because you don't know enough to be able to answer that question. But then I guess it's kind of like cold calls in general mm. where you know when you're faking it, but other people don't know as well. Yeah. Like my cold call from yesterday did not read the case at all. Did, did not did know not the holding. Like um, <laughs> if he was like, so what are the court hold i honestly would have been like well they said he couldn't recover like he couldn't recover and he would have been like what, what? <laughs> so it it was definitely a thing yeah. where i think that we're our toughest critics and like we know mm. the questions that are coming next mm. and we kind of just have to to like take a step back and be like yeah. okay no one's gonna know if i'm lying and i say i want to do litigation because i like weird yeah. you know yeah Oh my gosh. It's just, yeah, I mean, I've definitely had to like massage some of the answers I give in interviews with district attorney's offices just because, like, that isn't what my natural bent is toward. I'm yeah. more toward thinking like criminal, like defense. Um, and so they ask, like, invariably, so why prosecution? And I have to come up with like a, like a, a reason based in, well, I want to help people. And I think that like criminal justice system is a good way to help people. Where normally I would say by giving them the zealous defense the Constitution requires right. they receive um, into, well, I think society should be a safe place and that right. criminalizing certain behaviors. And, you know, it's You're just, just protecting a different person. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it's, I don't know, it's just a lot. God, it's... Interviewing is exhausting. <sighs> okay. Um, it's so exhausting to wake up, brush your hair, put on a suit. Oh, absolutely. If you're a woman, do your makeup. Maybe not. Who cares? Do you? Um, but before spring break, I was honestly just like, if I have to put another suit on, <laughs> I'm going to scream. Yeah. Like if I have to get dressed and drive to Atlanta for another interview and then it turns into nothing, then I'm going to scream. And I think that like the most annoying part about talking to people outside of law school is like no one... But the people that have gone through this are like, oh, yeah, it's so hard to find a job. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know? Because everybody's like, oh, what do you mean? Like, it's obviously because you didn't go to a rigged school or you don't have good grades. Like, I know people at the top of the class that, like, still have not figured out what they're doing. Yeah. I know people at, like, the – towards, like, the middle of the class that have everything figured out. Yeah. It's so absolutely like, not a – it's not something that is – relocated, like, being in de- not indecisive, but, like, not having your entire career figured out yeah. is not something relocated to people that aren't in the top 10%. Yeah. Like, you, no matter who you are in law school, you, it's very easy not to know what you want to do. Right. Because a lot, I think a lot of people come to law school not knowing, like, we're, you know, we've, we've warned people against this, you very vehemently, to <laughs> not apply to law school just because you, like, don't know what to do next. Yeah. Because... It's not worth it's it. Not You're going to drop out... <laughs> going to drop out and then people are going to use you as the example of like what they want to be they're going to be like wow i wish i could be that kid that dropped out he looks like he's lived his best life did you see his latest instagram post yeah, I, <laughs> like, I think oh, that, my God. i didn't have to write the brief oh my gosh God, I, always dropped out the brief. I actually i like things like that like i liked the brief i liked moot court um oh, i liked the closing court. argument competition 
Like, I think that I've liked that more than anything that we've done because it feels practical, at least. It's like mm-hmm. I'm doing something. Yeah, it, it does um, feel practical, but it's still, like, in my head, I just know it's not. Like, yeah. so over spring break, I, like, was volunteering at a um, public defender's office. So I, like, worked, like, 8 to 5 all week. Mm-hmm. And that was so, like, invigorating and yeah. interesting to me because I knew that everything I, like, touched had an actual real-world implication. Like, yeah. I was, like, volunteering to do stuff because I was like, this matters. And I just can't push myself over the threshold when I do, like, when I was writing the brief to make myself think that this matters at all. Because yeah. I know it doesn't. Um, yeah, no, I definitely don't think it matters, but it's, like, a, I think that that's more of a fun intellectual exercise. Yeah, than, like, and I can definitely see that. Especially with reading. the moot court competition. Yeah. You know, other schools, it's not mandatory. But if you go to another school and your 1L moot court competition is not mandatory, hit us up. Also, if it's not mandatory, do you still get spots on moot court? So, yeah. So, I was talking to a girl at the public defender's office I worked at. She was going to another school. And they, it's not mandatory. They do, um, they actually don't even do it the way we do. It's not an appellate brief. They do, like, uh, a trial brief. Oh. So it's not even that hard. But, uh... <laughs> <Just in. laughs> uh no, seriously, like, that's not that hard. Wait, like, where she went. I'll tell you after. <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> we could, you could have just said it and we could have bleeped it out. Yeah. Oh, I don't want, I hope I don't have to edit any of this. Yeah, um, me too. I'm actually going to type it on my phone and show it to you. But, um... Are you going to hate me if I take a bite of this? <sighs> Joy is really hungry. I'm so hungry. I've been working out. Um, I don't even know what exactly, that is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Joy, go ahead. You've been working out. I've been working out, and I've been so tired um, and also so hungry. So sorry if you hear me eating this. Apologize. Yeah, so I'm just going to yell really loud so you can't hear Joy eating her deviled egg. What do you put oh, on that? Boiled. Boiled egg, sorry. Um, salt and pepper. Ooh, wait, is that the Himalayan paint? Oh my god, you're so bougie. I know. Um, I keep it in my locker. <laughs> um, what are we even talking about? We were talking about... Oh, oh, uh, oh, moot court. So a trial brief. Yeah, so here we do it. It's the appellate brief, and the first two rounds are mandatory. Mm-hmm. So your first round, it's on brief, so oh, it's so what you... Oh, so we have to put it on commercial. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, your first round is what you write your brief on. Okay, so they split the 1L class in half. One half writes for the appellate, the other side writes for the appellee. So the first round you write, or you argue for the same side that you wrote on, and then the second round you write for the opposite. Um, and then we go to, what is it, 64? Mm-hmm. A round of 64, so they pick the best 64, ostensibly, um, <laughs> from... All of the Wynels, and there's a big, like, bracket, like, March Madness deal. That's exactly what I thought about today. I was like, ooh, the real March Madness, what up? (laughs) But, um, and then, how it works here, if you get to the top eight, you automatically get a spot on the moot court team for two all year. Which is actually really exciting for people that are interested in that. Yeah. And that's, like, something that you can put on your resume and brag about for no reason. And people that went here, like, know that that's a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because it's been going on for 80 years. So, Yeah. Please email us and tell us what your school is yeah. like. Even if not, um, email us anyway. Yeah, also, someone too. emailed us and I read it and then I didn't respond. Um, I will respond after we record this episode. I'm sorry. You know who you are. And uh, we're going to take a little break. Okay. Bye.
And we're back. Hi. Hi. So we're going to talk about job interview etiquette. Yeah. Like just like job application etiquette. Yeah, the whole web surrounding. Yeah. Wow. I think that this is something that a lot of people need to hear. Yeah, so listen up, especially if you're in law school currently. Okay. Where do we start? Um, let's start with, okay, let's start with um, asking people who they're interviewing with. Yeah, it's that's just something kind of like prickly about it. Like, if you see someone in a suit and you're assuming they have an OCI, I don't know. It just feels like, like, how do you feel? Okay, so you don't have to ask if you know someone that, like, know someone has an OCI because mm-hmm. there's literally like a sign oh, in the yeah. law school that that's says, fair. welcome that person. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just safe to assume that they're interviewing with that person yeah. and then, like, be happy for them. Right. Um, but also, like, it's Honestly, none of your business. Absolutely. Like, I, there are very few people at the law school that I would feel comfortable asking them who they're interviewing with. Yeah. Like, you just need to be aware of, like, who you have that relationship with and who you don't. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't just ask any old person in my section, like, oh, like, hey, I see you're dressed up. Like, who are you interviewing with? My go-to is to be like, oh, do you have an interview? Good luck. You're going to do great. Like, that's my yeah. whole thing. Um, well, and, like, you know who your friends are. Exactly. And, like, if you're on the fence, if you can ask that person, then just don't. don't. Yeah. But it's, like, there are people that, like, aren't friends with me or, like, people that aren't friends with each other. And they'll be, like, oh, who are you interviewing with today? Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't feel, like, genuine or, like, you're happy right. for the person. Because the only reason that I can ask my friends is because they know that I will, like, be happy for them and yeah. you're like, oh my god, that's so awesome. Absolutely. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. But like if you're some random smug that like right. I literally never talked to, then like why yeah. would I tell you? This is like preview for our you're next like episode. sizing me up. Exactly. Preview for our next episode if you're interested in that, learn more later. But um yeah, no, no, no. Very much so like I I ask that question to people that I'm friends with with like a very specific intent in mind. It's like I want to wish you well. Yeah. Like, oh, what if I had my mock interview with them? Like, maybe I know something yeah. that could help you. Like, very much from the perspective of I'm in your corner and I want you to do a good yeah. job. Well, and I have, like, friends that, like, I've asked me about it. And I have one really good friend who has literally, like, asked me about that. And I feel okay with that person mm-hmm. because, like, she's such an advocate. That's she's like, oh, my God, yeah, I know absolutely. somebody there. Like, let me shoot them an email and mm-hmm. let them know that you're coming. Yeah, like, absolutely. oh, what do you need me to do? Like, do you need what information do you need me to find out for you? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, like, if that's the relationship that you have, then that's fine. Like, absolutely. That's great. But if you're asking just to ask, then that's yeah. really terrible. Especially yeah. because I know that you're going to go tell your friends who are going to tell their friends. Right. And now everybody knows that I had an interview with this person, and, like, if I don't get that job offer, that's so awkward. Right, especially because, okay, um, some people have gone through job searches before, and typically I think a job search is a very, like, personal experience. Like, you're, it's not something you're necessarily having to share every step of it with other people, but in law school, you're a 1L class, and I'm sure as you're a 2L and 3L, the search is just so much of like a community effort almost. Like not necessarily that you're working together to do it, but you're all going through the same steps at the same time looking for the same jobs. Yeah. So it's very much like it's competitive in a way that other job searches aren't competitive. Um, and especially for 1L jobs, which are dumb and don't exist because 1Ls can't do anything. Um, so it's just it's just a lot going on and you're you're adding to the stress of it by trying to turn these little interactions that should be like – 
supportive and, you know, just like a nice moment between you and a colleague into something that could be seen as malicious. Yeah. So just better to just leave the whole thing aside and just be like, good luck on your interview and then say nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the interview should be treated like grades. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't say anything. Also, don't talk about grades. Yeah. Don't talk about it in public. Don't talk about it with anyone but your mom. Maybe your priest. Just don't say anything. Just don't. Um, Okay, another point. Uh, As far as jobs go, um, if you are one of these people that are lucky enough to um, gotten several offers and you're weighing your options, say you have like four offers and there's two of them you know you don't want to work with, don't hold on to them. If you are 100% certain that you do not want to work somewhere, call them, email them, say, hey, I'm I'm going in a different direction. Because like nine times out of ten, there's someone that you know that is waiting to hear back from them as well. Right. And they're waiting to hear back from you first. So like, you know, take some of that pressure off of your colleagues by letting go of those offers that you don't care about. Right. Or even callbacks. Like the turnaround time for callbacks are so quick Mm -hmm. that like – Let's say that they're interviewing, like, four people for two jobs. Mm-hmm. You, like, if you know that you can't take that callback, go ahead and be like, hey, I can't do it. Yeah. Or, like, any interview, I yeah, think. Absolutely. just like I think that it's just way better to just go ahead and, like, be quick in yes. responding, especially because you don't know when you're going to have to talk to these people yeah, down the line. Absolutely. Like, what if... That's what you decided you want to do this summer, but, like, what if two summers from now, or, like, in the real life, when you have a real-life law job, you decide that that's something that you want to do, and now you've burned that bridge because yeah. you decided that you were going to wait mm-hmm. two months to, like, respond. That's just yeah. ridiculous. It's also selfish. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, be professional. Don't sit on a bunch of offers because it makes you feel good. Take a fucking job if you have a job offer. Yeah. If you know you don't want to work with somewhere and you have some another option, let go of it so someone else can have it. Which, okay, so that doesn't apply to if you still have, like, things that are pending. Absolutely. Um, but I also think that you should just, like, let the employer know and be like, hey, I still have some things that I'm waiting to see if they, like, fall into place. Yeah. Um, can I have, like, X amount of time? Yeah. And that way they know. And then yeah, you kind absolutely. of just have to, like, be true I mean, just that. think of it in terms of what you would want to know if you were, you know, that yeah. person. Um. So, yeah, if you have things pending, absolutely give yourself time. But, you know, don't don't have four jobs in the bag and nothing, no more interviews and just, like, right. you know, take your sweet time because we all want jobs. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I want a job. Joy wants a job. Everybody wants a job. Somebody give us a job. If you can hire us, email us. Um, just, we're interested. Yeah, it's just... So yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything else, Joy? No, I don't. Okay. Um, well, that's it. We're glad to be back. Um, yeah. yeah. Please email us. We, love we really emails. do love it. It makes my day when I'm up at 3 a.m. and, like, someone sends us some fan mail. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, let me respond. <laughs> so please, please, please send us your fan mail. Send us any requests you have. If you have any questions. We'd love to answer them. You yeah. just want to chat and be our friends. Yeah, we also want to be too. your friends. Um, we love all of you. Yeah. Equally. Yeah. We do. Okay. Okay. You know where to find us, badbreaches at gmail.com or at badbreaches on all social media. We're also exhausted. 
Um, yeah. So can you tell? <laughs> um, we also have a surprise. We're going to send you a, two episodes this week. We have one Woo! today and another one tomorrow to make up for our long absence. Yeah. Um, and some more exciting things to come. So we'll see you soon. And uh, bye. Bye.